Welcome to another episode of Over Her in the Pantry. On this week's episode, we are talking all things Grammys, who we loved seeing in all of the most iconic performances. We are also talking about Demi Lovato and all of the things that she has revealed before her new documentary, Dancing with the Devil, is released. And we have some closing thoughts on The Bachelor because y'all know that was some hot ass mess that played across our television screens recently. But if you guys are ready to get down with all of these snacks, crack open that pantry door and uh, let's get into it. We are here. Yes, it's God. We are here. Ha, ha, ha. She is Southern, Southern Belle. We are not going to hell. You know I'm black. You know that we are back. You know it's Felicia. And my name is Corny. This is the shit that you overheard. Overheard in the pantry. Scooby doo doo doo. <laughs> hey, Felicia. Hello, Corny. <laughs> What's going on? Not too much. I mean, it is raining outside. The cats are piled up all on top of me. They're purring. I don't know if y'all can hear it from the microphone. Um, and it's just a rainy night here in South Carolina. How about you? Girl, you know, I got the blind shut tight because it's too <laughs> damn sunny and it's too damn hot. Well, actually, Felicia, I think it's chilly outside, but my um, studio is warm because I had the heat on earlier because mm. uh, it was a little too cold for me. Once it dropped below uh, 70, it's about a uh, scarf and puffer jacket weather, if you mm. ask the locals here. Yeah, that is the one thing that I always tell people about LA that I always remember. It's like it's like 65 degrees outside and you walk in somewhere and the heat is on. Mm-hmm. And like it's a restaurant or store or something. I can't do it. Um, to think about returning to like PA during the winter is like to think about it is a nightmare because I know it's so cold. <laughs> Well, what's new with you, Felicia? What's what's going on in your life? Not Tell too, me what's excellent. Not too much has been going on. We're hanging in there. Um, I did enjoy the Grammys on Sunday. Ooh. Come did on, Grammys gal. You know I watched the Grammys gal because Harry opened that show and he did the damn thing. He shook those goddamn hips and gave me everything I needed, gal. Oh, yeah. I love that he opened the show. Um, and I really enjoyed his performance. It was very simple. It was not, you know, obviously like a blow away performance, but I thought it was very hairy. May I tell you my one critique? What's your one critique? I wanted more. I wanted another song. Mm -hmm. I did. Me I too. wanted a medley. I was waiting for him to go into another song. If if I'm honest, whenever like the um, little breakdown happened and he like mm. went over with the uh, background singers and was like dancing with them, I was like, oh, they're about to transition into something else. And they didn't. And then I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I said, damn, I was waiting for the 15 minute Harry. I was waiting for a screen to pop up and he was going to change suits. I mean, that doesn't really sound like Harry. That's just more my imagination region. But <laughs> You know, I just wanted more music because I do enjoy how he performs so much. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it was good. I, 
I thought that it wasn't it wasn't a typical like opening up the Grammys performance because it was like he performed and then okay we're gonna pause for a second and now this person is gonna perform and then this person is gonna perform you know which was mm. pretty cool like I really liked it I I did really like the Grammys this year this is probably one of the my favorite ones I guess um just the way it went down but um yeah I I wish it could have been and maybe one day he'll have a a bigger performance on the Grammys you know I want to see Harry ride a dolphin down a rainbow you know in a leather suit in a leather suit like that's what I want um Maybe one day, but I still was entertained. Can I tell you who also did a really good job, Felicia? Who? Um, Dula and all she of her peeps. She yes. shook that ass. Yes, mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. And that pink blazer. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You can't teach talent, but you That's can true. teach a step. Dua yep. Lipa is already talented, um, but she was missing the steps and they mm-hmm. made sure they said, okay, gal. The money is there. The talent is there. The bops are there. Now, this is how you shake your ass on beat. And now mm-hmm. we've got her. And here's also, Felicia, I want to say, um, she has fun. Mm-hmm. Where even if, and not saying that this happened, even if Dua Lipa were to miss a step or three, she's having so much fun, I don't even think that we would notice. And that's what I enjoyed about her Grammy performance was she looked excited to be there. She looked like she was having fun and she was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she did that. And I'm glad she won an award too. Me too. I really, I I enjoyed that album. It was really fun to like see her performing songs from that album because um, it's not that I forgot about it, but I'm not listening to it as much as I was, you know, a year ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really loved her whole performance. I loved the little outfit switches she did. It's like she was like stripping down more and more as the performance went on. <laughs> um, I thought she looked fantastic, very beautiful. And um, I agree with you. Like she really was like, bitch, look, I have been training to dance. Like mm-hmm. y'all, you know, y'all got me. Y'all got me. But I'm gonna do better. And she showed up and she showed out. She showed the fuck out. Doula motherfucking peep. Mm-hmm. Damn, and ain't nobody said a fucking peep because that's how good it was. <laughs> right. Only good things I've heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Taylor obviously blew our eyebrows off. They're still recovering, still growing back. Man, I, I'm telling you, Courtney, I stood up from from my chair. I was I, I was in my little swivel chair. I've got a swivel chair in my living room. I was in that and I stood up I, and I saw she was sitting on a roof. I said, all right, here we go, bitch. She's about to give us something. I said, she's laying down. What's going on? And then when August hit, you know, I was losing my mind in this living room. Why are you screaming, girl? I was, I was literally acting as if I was at the Grammys watching the performance. I was singing along to it as though I was there. <laughs> in front of my TV, standing in front of my TV, Courtney. I was like, you know what, bitch? I need this. I said, this fucking pandemic then took the concerts away from us. So fuck it. I'm going to turn my living room into the Grammys, whatever it was, the Staples Center. Where were they at? I don't even know. It was but the I said, Staples outside the Staples Center. I said, I'm there today. 
What were the cats doing, girl? The cats were sleeping on the couch. Now, I will say <laughs> they were a little concerned um, whenever Harry won his award. And I also stood up from my couch and started yelling. Ooh. I was living like I was at the show. I said, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> you said, but the Grammys are it this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I had no expectations. I, that This is the thing. You know, once... Once people stop taking the Grammy so seriously from a fandom perspective, they're much more enjoyable because I wasn't going into it going like, oh, if Taylor doesn't win, if Harry doesn't win, this is Oh, my God. You know, I, I just went into it as, okay, this would be really nice. You know, Harry and Taylor will up for the same category for whatever it was, best song or something. And mm. it was very exciting when Harry won it. And you got your life, girl. I did. I don't remember what else he was up against. Oh, oh my God. I really loved, um, I think it was the first award they gave out, right? Was Megan the Stallion? Was that the I first think so. one? I with Lizzo? Think. Yes, 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 yes. Lizzo looks good. I don't she care what did. the internet says. She did. She always looks good. You know, I love Lizzo. <laughs> yes. She should um, be coming back soon. We don't have enough time. Yeah. To, um, take truth hurts out of our playlist so oh man she's gonna come back with a great album she's gonna come she's gonna come back with a, a banger that's even yeah <laughs> more of this gonna swallow us up even uh -huh. more she truly is but i really loved it watching megan's uh reaction to winning you know she was emotional it was very genuine and i don't know i really love her I love the fact that from my perspective, Felicia, I don't know if you saw how this happened, but when she won, Megan won the award for the Savage Remix and Beyonce came up on stage with her, I don't think that she knew Beyonce was going to be there. I don't think so either. She was like surprised. Yeah. She said, what the hell going on here on this good day? Did y'all, Beyonce, what the hell? It was like uh, she was as surprised as we all were when we caught a glimpse of her in the audience suddenly sitting there. Yeah, because I was shocked. I was like, what the fuck? What I was like, well, did I here? just see Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce? I said, is Beyonce performing? I said, well, Megan's performance is over. What the hell? Mm -hmm. um, but I am glad that Beyonce showed up and was there to like support Megan in that moment just because Megan's been through a lot. And yeah. I feel like she's really persevered through all of those challenges. Mm -hmm. And like no one can take um, the accolades away from her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, how cool to have like your idol there with you, you know, oh on God. Grammy night, except in a Grammy beside you. That was beautiful. And also, um, just want to throw it out there. Megan's performance was also great. Um, it was so good. I was mesmerized. Yeah, she's an entertaining um, girl. I think that a lot of people, Felicia, compare um, Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat. And mm. I think that they both offer something different, but they both are good, just in two different ways, you know? Yeah, I agree. I can see why people would compare them, but in my head, it's two separate, not vibes. I don't even know how to describe it, but... I, I get where the comparison would be, but I'm like you. I think that on their own, individually, they offer different things. Yeah, they're both like two good. sides of the same coin. Yeah, both good things, but it's different things. Um, I did love her performance. I loved Doja Cat's performance as well. Mm -hmm. I thought that was fun. Who else? Eight at night to morning, girl. 
<laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who else performed. If there was any other performance um, that kind of that really stuck out to you in your mind, girl. I mean, we had B- BTS did perform Felicia. Um, yeah, they did come. They did not win their award, but shout out to the army because they did um, perform for the. I don't want to say the first time, but they did perform at the Grammys. And I actually did very much enjoy their performance a lot because um, a lot of, we just don't have any American groups that can pull off the kind of choreography, the combination singing and dance the way mm-hmm. that BTS does. So they do deserve their spot for the heavyweight champs. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that they didn't win their award. I know that there are a lot of people and a lot of emotion around that. Um, but hopefully, hopefully next year they'll get some recognition. But again, don't take the Grammys too seriously at this point. Because, I mean, I've been there. I understand oh that. Felicia. I understand that. <laughs> Imagine where I was the night that Nikki performed at them damn Grammys. You know how I was that night. Yeah. Thankfully, there's no record of that bullshit online. Um <laughs> So, like, I agree with you. Like, I've been there, but there has to come to a point where it's like, if you don't take the Grammy seriously, then what do you get? You get three hours of you just enjoying performances, which is what it was for me, you know? Which I really, really enjoyed. And I know that uh, Rob Sheffield from the Rolling Stone wrote an article about the night, and um, he talked about how much he enjoyed that it was really about music and having artists play their music. And there were so many performances and not too many, like, presentations of awards. And I also really appreciated that. Did you hear about Demi like about um the new special and stuff the the, the documentary that's coming out I have not I have not read the whole I think there was like a story or a magazine or something that came out maybe talking yeah. about it I have not read the whole thing I've seen bits and pieces and I obviously had no idea that she was like going through all that I knew she was going through stuff but not to the extreme like that she was it blew it blew me away um what happened was they the documentary before we get it on YouTube it premiered at South by Southwest the film festival Uh um and so that's where the articles are coming from is that you know the story of her violations Um, as well as her struggle with substance abuse. I just didn't realize how deep it all really went. And it seems as though um, the reports are really trying to let it be known that this goes beyond, and not to minimize, but this goes beyond um, what I perceive to be, you know, substance abuse and an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. There are so many other layers to peel back. And that seems to be what Demi is going to be offering us, Kira. Yeah, I mean, it it sounds like from what you're telling me and what the little bits I've seen, it's going to show like the extreme, like this is what extreme, extreme is, you know? Yeah. Like like you said, not to minimize any eating disorder or any Mm -hmm. addiction, but this is like, it feels like she's going to show like a true raw moment and um, share that with people in hopes that it could help someone else. Mm. which is takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to reveal such a personal thing about yourself. Personal. Mm -hmm. I think personal is the perfect way 
um, to describe it because I didn't realize about the strokes and the mm-hmm. not being able to drive and the, you know, the stuff with her vision and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's deep. It is. It, it is. It's, it's going to be something very important for people to watch and understand because seeing, seeing something like that, um, would hopefully cause people to have more empathy towards people in their own lives or people in their own communities, you know, like seeing like, okay, this is what's going on. And this is why this person did this, this, and this, because behind the scenes, they were dealing with this. It might would allow people to come to that conclusion about other people as well, you know, not just Demi Lovato or, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I just think that it, um, It's very courageous and admirable to go through all of those things personally and still make the decision to put it out publicly. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's healing for her. Yeah, I would hope so. I know a lot of times when you do go through something so big and difficult like that, part of the healing process is helping other people. So I hope that through her sharing, that's, that's something that's going to help her as well. Her, help her heal, help her heal, help her heal, girl, her heal. (laughs) Jeez. Well, shout out to you, Demi. She dancing with the devil. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I will be tuning in. I'm very intrigued. Mm -hmm. Um, I will give her some eyes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the eyes, Demi. You know what I haven't been able to get out of my eyes? Girl, goodbye. What haven't <laughs> you been able to get out of your eyes? <laughs> the beautiful Haler moment we got at the Grammys. Because y'all, you, y'all heard me last week. I said, bitch, we better get a Haler moment. Not only did we get the most perfect people directing the fucking cameras, bitch. Like, all right. Let's show Harry whenever Taylor's doing this, or let's show Taylor whenever Harry's doing this. She said, I'm the first one to stand. Love the little head bob we got of Taylor to watermelon sugar, which I thought was hilarious that she was head bobbing to that specific song, but love it. Love the moment. Um, You know, I shrieked in the house whenever Taylor was, whenever Harry was giving his speech and Taylor was the first face they showed afterwards. Um, I just, you know, I was happy. I just want to hail her friendship. Those are my parents. They're friends. They are. And the little clip that we got post Grammys of them talking the whole minute clip. Loved that. It was the most awkward looking, like you're running to your ex and you don't know what to say moment, but I loved it so much. Like you could tell they both were like, I don't know what to do. And then the little moment where they were standing there and no one was speaking. And then Harry's like, well, it was nice to see you. Oh my God. I was going to say girl, Hollywood life was reporting that it was all friendly girl. They was like, Oh, Hey girl. It definitely was. My favorite thing about it was Taylor was sitting down um, when Harry first walked up and then he comes over, starts speaking, and she stands up and rips her mask off. I said, bitch, me too. <laughs> me too. She said, let me take my mask off, bitch, so I can on. fully show you my face. And then he, like, pulls his down and pulls it back up, and then he takes the whole thing off. He said, bitch, <laughs> oh, I love it. We need the song at the end of the day. We it's do. what we need. Oh my and God. we need it for a major motion picture. 
listen, I don't know how it was for everyone else, but for me, for at least the rest of that night and the first part of that morning, it was all Haler, like on my TikTok, on my Twitter. So, I mean, if they wanted to do a song together, that would break records, I think. I think so too. I think that they need to sit down at the piano, a couple cuppas, um, maybe a glass of wine. Bring Joe um, in. And just let the words like flow. Bring Joe. Together. Yes, bring Joe. Joe, you bring the bottle of wine. Joe, you monitor the wine. You hold the bottle. Mm-hmm. Let them Good. two drinky drink, drink, drink. And get y'all get to there. writing. And we need it. I don't know what motion film. I don't know what's going to be as big as Twilight, Harry Potter, Hunger Games. But it needs to be that kind of big. And then that's when we need them um, to drop that song. Oh, God, we need it. The world needs it to heal. I just, like, I need that. Like, if they could just give me that, like, please, please. I mean, I'll take an EP, too. I'm just putting it out there. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I really want to make the coin. I mean, Taylor, you really want to buy another house, girl. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. So I, I hope, I love that I was, like, getting tweets and Instagram DMs of people saying that they thought of me. Um, that, you know, is very flattering <laughs> that you see Haler and you think of me. <laughs> Also, shout out to uh, our beloved friend, David, who up until um, this week thought that my TikTok name was um, Haley, was for Haley Williams. What? Yeah. How, Felicia, I okay. Courtney, I don't Before know. I make a face, let me, what was his explanation? How did he come to that conclusion? I'm not. I, How does Haler and Haley correlate? Because I guess he thought that it was a combination of Haley and Taylor's names. Oh. Yeah. All right. But anyways, <laughs> so if, if anyone would like to follow me on my TikTok, um, I did post a little video of me gasping at um the Haler moment. My username is Haler's Love Child. Haler as in Harry and Taylor. Not Haley and Taylor. Yes. Although I'm not opposed to that friendship as well. I thought that friendship was adorable. And I'm sure they're still friends, but you know when they were hanging she, out and such. she's lovely yeah I, i'm gonna apologize publicly again sorry um Haley, for being rude that one time at my job um you were lovely i don't know what you're talking about no felicia i told you about the time Haley came to the spot and i was mad about it not mad at her i was having a bad morning um it was early. We had just mm. opened mm. and she was asking a lot of questions because it was her first time. Mm-hmm. I did not have the time. Um, and so what it, what the situation was, was I never looked up from the register. So mm. she was part of a line and, you know, you're trying to be efficient. And I'm just like, yes, no, you can't have that. That's mm-hmm. extra. And she was like the last person in line. And so I was just really trying to blow through it. And I'll never forget. She was like, do you have spirulina? And I was like, yes, it's extra. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's an extra charge. And she was like, okay. Um, and what does the super protein taste like? And I was like, it's like peanut buttery. It's rich. It doesn't taste like fruit. Like, like I just was like, I, but I never was looking up from the register. And so when she went to pay, she handed me her card. And I was like, damn, this is a heavy gold card. And when I went to look up from the screen to see who was handing me the card it was her Mm. and then when I looked down at the card it confirmed 
and then my ass dropped I mean my heart dropped into my ass Uh um and then you know I made her food real gorge like Uh how I do like how I would do if you came Uh and that not for any other customers girl um and then I legitimately went over and I apologized and then um told her that her music is on my work playlist which it, it was so I you know put it on it does that does sound familiar now that you say that uh, I remember that now yeah. I remember that now because I think you like texted me that day or something or I, I feel like that sounds familiar well shout out to Haley Williams she's always been very kind to me anytime I've interacted with her online or in person yes um, I wanted to be her growing up and I still do so well girl Halloween's a coming <laughs> Get to it. You can be her. Yeah. Take a day, girl. Mm. You know I support. So um, (laughs) (laughs) I know you wanted to discuss The Bachelor this episode. No, I don't. I I still have not done any type of research on my own on The Bachelor, and I only know what you've told me. (sighs) Felicia, real quick. Y'all, we won't even take up too much of your time. I just want to make sure I say this on every platform I'm on. Felicia, so you saw the first episode of The Bachelor, right? Because that's the one I saw. Barely. So in that episode, Matt has said something to the effect of like, um, you know, America, it's really placing a lot of pressure on me as, Mm -hmm. you know, the first Black Bachelor, blah, 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 to pick a Black person. And then I said at work at the time, once he said that was it made me a little bit uncomfortable because why at this point, why can't you just let the story unfold? Right. as it is naturally instead of kind of saying like don't be mad if I go home with the white girl mm-hmm. um and I said that it felt very intentional um and I just wouldn't be surprised if he wound up choosing a white girl at the end mm-hmm. Felicia why he chose the white girl at the end number one it was a, I said don't be surprised if it's between a black girl and a white girl and he went off into the sunset with the white girl not only did he run off into the sunset with the white girl Felicia but he had the nerve to run into the sunset with the white girl with the racist past goodbye and then he broke up with her ass on the, the end of the Give Me the Rose Back ceremony, the, the Give Me the Rose Back special or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> he, she thought she was about to be a wife. He said, bitch, you don't even understand what it means to be Black in America. You're done. That's not a quote, but, you know, that's how I perceived it to be. Um, and Chris Harrison ass ain't coming back either um, currently. So they're going to have Miss Tasia and someone else come and they're going to co co-Chris this whole thing and then what's her name the black girl that was left over felicia that didn't win she's the next bachelorette and then and then what's her name that brought the sex toy on episode one is the other one they're gonna do two seasons one in the summer and one in the fall so that's what's coming up they changing the game felicia i don't know what the game is i ain't never seen this shit outside the one episode but um i just thought it was hilarious that the first black bachelor of course ends in racial controversy well yeah and i mean i like i said i have not paid attention at all to this season because i've just i'm tired of the bachelor which is sad because i used to love the bachelor it was so entertaining for me mm-hmm. but um i mean it makes it feel like they used him to make some type of statement you know doesn't it? Well, all I know is I 
there was just something a little off and that it was something not, I won't even say it was off it was off-putting to me personally I'll take responsibility and say that it was off-putting to me personally that he it felt like they really were making a point to be like Matt might not choose a black person so don't even get your hopes up and then yeah. to find out that that's how it wound up and then on top of that the person you did choose um had some sort of racial controversy it's just ironic and hilarious to me yeah I I'm gonna agree with you I think it's strange I think it's weird that he and I mean I shouldn't say that I think it's weird that they made a point to put that in the first episode you know Mm -hmm. was this a voiceover or a moment that was filmed after you already knew the end um Mm -hmm. or is this just something that he feels uncomfortable with personally and he wanted to point it out before anybody else did okay you know like is is there some kind of like internalized things going on it could have been any of those things honestly i just just, i just thought it was very interesting yeah it is very interesting very interesting well hopefully this whole refresh and you know, wild card thing they're doing is gonna refresh The Bachelor and breathe new life into it because Lord knows it's been going on for a minute and the same shit's been happening. Now, when are we going to get an LGBT plus season of The Bachelor? No, girl. Here's the thing. Yes, but we have had that, but it's not the bachelor like do you want it to be under the bachelor nation bachelor or do you want it to be its own series because we've got that we've had that i want them to do that with bachelor in paradise one season because bachelor in paradise is kind of like whatever the fuck goes you know Mm -hmm. so like just throw these people on the island and don't separate it between guys and girls because on bachelor in paradise what they do is they switch off every week like, okay, the guys have the rose this week. The girls have the rose this week. Mm-hmm. Just draw draw numbers or give them teams and say, all right, blue team, you have the roses this week. Like, just throw them on the island and see what happens. Just see what happens. You trying to do, like, um, you trying to do shot of love with Tila Tequila. Yeah, girl. but that's her Go to ass on the goddamn island. Yeah. Let's just I see will what say happens. This. You know what I did enjoy out of here, out of not hearing, but reading all of the stuff about what's going on in the future. I will say that I do enjoy the idea, and y'all have heard me say I don't like um, the idea of the Bachelor having a host, right? Mm-hmm. But I think moving forward, having two ladies host it for the Bachelorette, I think it gives it like a fun girl power angle, mm-hmm. um, and I like that for some reason. The two, the two hosts, especially because a lot of people, from my understanding, a lot of people really like um, Miss Tasia. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they'll watch because she's participating. Mm-hmm. And that's the bad girl. <laughs> I know she got me about that one. Now, Tasia was on, I think she was on The Bachelor first, right? I don't know. If she Has she been a bachelorette? She was definitely on Bachelor. She, was, she was the bachelorette when what claire said 
goodbye. It, so this is what happened. For oh, all okay. of a sudden, it was all of a sudden America was in turmoil, and then magically Claire fell in love, and they said, "Get the black girl in here." Mm-hmm. And then Tasia came and took over the rest of the season for the first time in Bachelor history. Right, here. right. So right. yeah, she was the um, Bachelorette last season. All right. Well, it'll be. I ain't never known this much about the Bachelor in my whole entire life. It's just, it's really sad. <laughs> it's so funny because like I've just I've not watched it the last few seasons and I'm so like out of it whenever I like did know a lot of it because it is it's kind of like a a TV show with different seasons and the same characters. I'm sure you've noticed by now, but it's like you know there's a few people that are like in Bachelor Nation that like float from show to show and everybody knows them. You know, I've like Tasia. Seen. So I'm like, they use the same people mm-hmm. through, from the Bachelor Nation roster. Mm-hmm. So if you're out of it for a minute, then you lose sight of who all is involved. Like Claire, Claire was from the first season I ever watched of any Bachelor because she was a contestant on Juan Pablo's season of The Bachelor. Girl, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Girl. Listen, Juan Pablo... That was a good season. That was a dramatic, interesting season because he was an asshole. Really? He was so bad. He was an asshole. They tore his ass up. Them girls went after him, him and Claire. Because he was fucking Claire. He was fucking her in the ocean. Not in the ocean. In the ocean. They be doing all that on Bachelor for And then he picked another girl. I'm dead. Well, that sound like unreal, girl. Like, don't get me started, girl. That sound like unreal, girl. Hold on, girl. Based on a true story, girl. Listen, I'm telling you, that, that was like my, Rachel and the girl. That's what hooked me into it. Juan Pablo, great first season to watch. They, I said, <laughs> oh my God, they are showing him and Claire in the damn ocean. And he's done picking another girl. Claire lost her mind. She lost it. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know that was production too. Oh yeah, I done seen, I done seen Unreal, so I know it was production. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I would love one to be of a them sneaky Rachel's. <laughs> I would love Felicia to be a stop because same girl. Oh, me and you. Mm. Let's start our own production company. <laughs> the, the bag, the bag. <laughs> We'd be getting really all of bad. the drama. We could set everything the, up the so good perfectly. Hmm. That's the good coin too. Hmm. You don't watch the challenge, do you, Felicia? I do not. Is this this is on MTV, correct? Yes. They're well. What I was gonna say was they're bringing the challenge back, but on Paramount Plus. I know I keep talking about this goddamn Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus really is that girl, um, because they have all the old MTV stuff. Mm-hmm. They're putting like the the challenge on Paramount Plus, but they're calling it All Stars, which is it makes sense because. Okay, so how to explain it, Felicia, is like when the challenge first started, when we were like 12, Mm -hmm. um, it was people from the real world. And then there was another show called Road Rules. So it was the the real world slash Road Rules challenge. Then... As it went on, they dropped the real world road rules and then they, they had like a like a contest to have like people from the public join called Fresh Meat. And then now, to make a long story short, now it's like Olympians are on it. Reality stars from like all over the world are on it. Like they get like whoever wants to participate 
to be part of it. And now it's like this big thing that's spun out of control. So now on Paramount Plus, they're just going to keep the real world OGs from when we were like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and br- they brought them back on. So we've got like a lot of the the old, old, old girls. Mm. And I'm very ready for that. Um, I haven't watched a challenge like a lot, a lot like that, like a full season in years, like seven years. But this girl, I need to watch this one. <laughs> I'm so serious. Well, I need to get the app. I know we briefly talked about it last time as we were closing the show because we were talking about Miss Allegra and her closet. Miss mm, um, Allegra's window, girl. Her window, her window. <laughs> I'm putting her in the damn closet. Her and her window seal. Um, but I have not looked into the app, but I will because uh, I hear that there's very, very good shows on it. Girl. If you ain't never seen the real world, they got just about every season. I can't. That's my main selling point. <laughs> you ever <laughs> want to see any season of the real world? They have it. Even the season with Karamo. Watch it, y'all. I'm oh, telling you. Oh, Karamo. Whew, the police was snatched his ass up, girl. Oh, no. the club. They were saying that Karamo had the gun on him, girl. It was, girl, it was years ago. Years, 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 years ago. Holy shit. Um, it was good TV. And his white roommate left his ass. He was <gasps> like... Girl, let me tell you, they was getting into some issues back in the day, girl, on Real World. Mm. I might gotta watch it when I come back from running my errand, girl, because I've really been into it, reliving in the past. Well, um, I've got to find something new to watch because you know I just finished um, your recommendation behind her eyes. Girl, I'm gonna get into that one tomorrow. Finally, yes, I need you to finish it so we can talk about it because. You know, I've got some thoughts. So stay tuned next week, guys. And we'll talk please stay about. tuned. If y'all if y'all have not watched Behind Her Eyes, please watch it before. Like it's it, there's there's six episodes, I think, and they're an hour long. So you've got a week to watch it. Um, watch an episode a day because I want to discuss it next week because there are some things to discuss about that show that we can really get into, bitch. I'm still thinking about it. That- I love the characters on it, just to give y'all the preview. So please actually do watch it so that me and Felicia can discuss it. It's really good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Well. Well. Well, I hope y'all are staying safe if you're in the Southeast with all these weather things going on, y'all. I'm going to get my shit charged up in case the power goes out. You got your candles, girl? Got my candles. All right. You got some far? I do. I've got a whole um, whole thing outside on my screened-in porch of uh, firewood. So I'm prepared. Okay. I'm prepared. Around, girl. So um, hopefully my power is not out currently as you guys are hearing this. Because uh, apparently we're supposed to be getting some pretty bad weather here. Rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. Not today. Because, bitch, I need the sun. <laughs> I need the sun, please. <laughs> I would like that. Um, Courtney, is there anything else you'd like to add? The only thing I would like to add is, um, by the time you guys are listening to this, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK will have been announced. So I just wanted to say that no matter the end result, I will always be um hashtag team bimini just wanted to let that be known although i do love launch cheney mm. that's all 
All right. <laughs> well, we will talk to you guys next week. Um, thank you for listening. Bye.